1: Wednesdays at 5pm.
0: Melbourne's DriveTime radio program, featuring community organisations, powerful stories and information. Find us at brainwaves.org.au. Proudly sponsored by Wellways Australia.
1: Hey there, you're listening to Brainwaves on 3CR. That's 8.55am, 3CR digital and 3cr.org.au online. Today on the show, we are going to be talking to Andrew who is a psychology student who used to volunteer at Lifeline and he's going to be talking a little bit about his experience. Just for warning, in this show we will be discussing suicide so if this um, bothers you then please tune out.
2: Hi
0: guys, how are you doing? G'day, g'day Andrew.
2: Hey, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm going to be yeah talking about your, uh, your Lifeline experience. Mm. Yeah, uh, I
2: was with him for about a year and a half I think, kind of doing the On the phones there,
0: Um, can you tell us a little bit about what what Lifeline provides? What what kind of services do they provide?
2: Um, Well, pretty much any any um, crisis um, short term counselling you need. So normally, like you'd get the callers that were going through all very sort of different situations. It wasn't just for suicide, although that was quite a big uh, proponent of the calls. Um, But you have people who just kind of maybe were a little bit needing some soundboard or something for their life like they might have had a big fight and they might not had anyone else to talk to so they'd ring up and then would give them a little bit of counseling a little bit of not, not kind of advice because they're always the expert in their own life but just kind of i think a good soundboard and then hey maybe you should kind of um touch base with some of your supports in your own life as well as us so you'd have everything from someone who had a fight with their boyfriend someone who was suicidal as well and and you know didn't want to do it so they'd ring us up and then would We try and go okay well what kind of you know you haven't done it you're wanting help that's the reason kind of you're ringing us right now and what can we do to kind of either strengthen your reason um, for for staying alive right now or safe right now and then how can we also get you in touch with the with your supports and to kind of help better support you so so you can kind of get to that goal of of not not actually going through with the suicide Wow.
0: Um. And so you, so you're, a, you're a psychology student at the moment.
2: Mm-hmm. So I'm a, I'm a naturopath by by trade, and did that for about five years, and then wanted to specialise in mental health. So I decided, all right, what's the best way I can do that? Psychology. So I've started the long. It's like a something like a four to six year um, upgrade. Yeah, it's really crazy and, and long and hard to be a, a psychologist. So I'm about. Fourth year completing that, and then I've got two more masters, and then, then they let me out into the wild world again. And and yes, yeah, so I'm a student right now.
0: Yep. And um, so you so you're learning about sort of like counselling principles and theories that that can help you with working at a place like Lifeline. Like, do you well, the, do you the, find the that you can apply stuff that you're learning at uni to to the, to the work?
2: Well the funny thing is about a psych degree which I found kind of really interesting when I when I started doing it was we actually don't have much interpersonal subjects like most of the course is on how to write a study how to read a study and it's not actually about how to counsel like when people think of psychology I think a lot of the times they think uh, I want to be a, I want to counsel people and I want to do that one on one I'll do psychology but really that course is kind of counseling but in psychology, it's about how to write a study, how to run an experiment. And you only, out of the six years, only the last two is when you actually have m- most of the, the learning about interpersonal mm. contact. So I found that really interesting. So it's not so much that psychology taught me for Lifeline. I think more the skills I got from Lifeline mm. actually is more what I'm going to do in my job and what I've been doing as a naturopath is, is that one-on-one interaction with people and how to how to kind of counsel them or how to, how to help them as well, mm. so... So no, I haven't really learnt much. There's been like one or two <laughs> units of counselling out of like thirty something. So yep. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's fair enough. So it's slightly disappointing, but yep. such is the course. But that <laughs> I
0: mean, that's that's why it's um, it's seen as good experience, isn't it? Like I've heard people talking about having having that experience on your resume is good to get into get into honors programs and so on. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: I think I think that's probably ironically like one of the main times you do get to counsel people is through lifeline so they because mm. the course doesn't have it that's one way that they can see that you're actually experienced in dealing with people yeah where yeah which is it should be taught in the course but that's another axe to grind and not 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 for brainwaves maybe <laughs> but yeah yeah so it's good experience i think and it's kind of taught me that it's what i want to do and i'll be good at it and it's it's kind of it, it gives you extra fire to burn through the, the drudging of the course. That is yeah. not really what you thought it would be. Yeah. Or at least for me. Yeah. Does that makes sense? Yeah. Yep.
0: Um, and, um, was, what was I going to ask you? Do you, so, so did do you, fi- did you find in your time at Lifeline that there were any periods that are sort of busier in the year or, uh, Say throughout the day, are there times during the day that you get more
2: calls or it's more intense? Yeah, well, definitely. I mean, think about all the times when do when do you get more lonely? Like most of us around the holiday times, and especially if you don't have your, your family around you or they've passed away, and you're you're like, you you do get lonely around those times. So yeah, definitely, and especially I think times when you think other people are happier, which is the holidays or or that, and you're not feeling that way. I think it's it's very hard for a lot of people. So. Mm. Those were definitely like Christmas, particularly was a, was a was a peak time, mm-hmm. and Easter and all that sort of yep. like the main holidays. But yeah, and then also uh, from memory, I think it was around nighttime is a big time because kind of that's when people are again alone with their own thoughts. During the day, you have things to do, keep your mind busy, but at night time, you're kind of just in your own bed and maybe feeling at the worst. So yeah, there was definitely peak peak times, and that's yep. sort of why they through the training program as well. They get you to to. To have those sort of shifts at the night time, so you can't just pick any time of the day. They want you at those times when they need you the most. Mm, so, right. so yeah, there definitely are different times of the day and different holiday periods yep. when kind of people get a bit more lonely and a bit more sad. I think.
0: Did, I mean, you mentioned that you uh, you've moved across from um, natural medicine. Mm-hmm. Uh, does did you have you I mean, so obviously you've had a bit of life experience. Does having a varied background. Did you find that helpful, or just you know, but having a bit of life experience, being m- a mature, more mature? Well,
2: right? that's interesting, because because I, th- I, mean, I think it definitely would help, but I don't think it's necessary, because at the same time, to help someone, you really like I'm not am not bringing any of my life experience with me when I, when I when I take a call. It's more uh, how does it make kind of like the cliche, how does that make you feel? It's not how does it make me feel about how you're feeling it's all about them and everyone's an expert in their own life. So whether I've had more or less life experience, I'm not sure if that would really affect the call. I think maybe for me to understand or me to empathize a bit better, it would, and that might help the call, um, a little bit better because I know I'd be genuine, genuine. I could be like, Oh, it's really hard. How, it's really hard to leave that guy. Or I've felt times when I've, I'm being upset and lonely. So then I can understand how you're feeling. And then maybe what I'd say would be a bit more appropriate. Mm. Um, but is it necessary? I'm not sure. Or is it? I think it would just help. And yeah, because I've seen a fair bit of clients, and I'm not like a 22 year old straight out of straight out of university too. I think, yeah, I think it, you know a bit of maturity, which comes with the experience. I think would help. Yeah, but mm. but I think anybody could do it. Anyone can volunteer for Lifeline, and you'd you'd be quite effective because the training that they give you is is quite intense as well, and they make sure that you are. Um, uh, capable of, yeah. of kind of helping people on the phones because it is such a serious, yeah. like the person at the other end is literally being so vulnerable. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, it's putting it's, it can, sounds like it would put you under a fair bit of pressure, like, yeah. like I mean, say, say through suicide threats. Yeah.
2: That's going to... Well, imagine someone rings you and go, hey, I'm so sad, I want to take my own life like that. Mm. How do you, what do you do with it then? Like that's something that they just dumped at your door and now mm. you've got to kind of help them with. It's like that. That, I think it's it's not for everybody
0: did you get many of those oh yeah
2: all, all yeah a lot of the time like there's some really some really some some stick with you and that's kind of I guess you have to have that kind of thick skin I guess to, to hold some of that like you do get some mm. some like like I can give you an example just a generic example is that someone would ring up really upset mm. and they're so upset like they're really hard to be consoled they're like oh my life is terrible I've got no one. No one loves me. I'm just sitting here, and you know, and I'm just my, you know, I'm hating every minute of my life. And then they'll get so worked up about it, and then they'll just hang up on you. And you know that they're a serious cause for suicide. You know that they're they've got a plan. They've got everything in mm. in motion. And then to just go click, click, and then you're sitting at the end of the line, not knowing what's actually happened to them. Whether they've they're not really like everyone's serious, but they're not going to actually do it, or something happens in between mm. now and. Or did they actually go ahead and 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 and, and end their life? Mm. And then you've kind of got to be okay to sit there and be, well, I'm never going to know, but at least I've tried my best, and at mm. least maybe I'll help. Then and then the next caller might be the the one that you can get through to. Yeah, and it, it's is, is, there, it's is hard. there sort of
0: like a like a I don't know like an escalation from Lifeline? Like I've heard of is it the Cat team? Like the the. Uh, there,
2: there, there is, there is, but I mean, at the end of the day, we're we're all anonymous, so there's oh, there's okay. not, and that's the point of kind of ring lifeline, is that, that you don't want to have, you want that anonymity, anonymity, whatever that word is. I mean, so, <laughs> oh, okay, okay. so you kind of, we so don't really don't take much personal information, and they don't, because right, right. we want everyone to just feel free to ring up mm. and just be, hey, uh, it doesn't matter who I am, it's just this is this is kind of my problem, and because mm. no one else, so a lot of people are too shy to kind of. Or you know, for good reason. There's a lot of stigma around around being depressed, depressed and suicidal, yeah. or yeah. or even DV sort of domestic violence. Sorry. Yep.
0: Mm. And um, I was going to ask you about the main challenges, but I guess you've you've spoken to that a fair bit. I mean, mm, well, w- the, what what about any other any other challenges that you can think
2: of? Well, just uh, I guess from a like I was lucky because I had experience with naturopathy and and dealing with. Um, clinical patients as well as depression and anxiety and all that. But I think some of the people who, who maybe like were accountants and then they're just doing this out of the goodness of their heart and and they don't have really exposure to that to that um element or that field and then to come from like a, an accounting, you're working with numbers all day, and then all of a sudden you're put into kind of a clinical role, I think would be very hard. So I think a lot of people kind of struggled with that as well, like I was talking about before. So so to deal with that, I think takes a certain. and I mean, a lot of them are fantastic at it too. It's not all that difficult for for the majority, but there's also some people that can be very good at things and some mm. people that struggle with things. So I guess you can only know once you try. But but I think that was a struggle for some. And there's always a bit of you know if they take thirty people, maybe a certain percentage of that a couple will drop out just because mm-hmm. oh, I can't handle this or it's not for me or yep. or if they've joined it because let's say they've had their brother's uncle's sister commit suicide and they wanted to kind of be someone who can help someone, but then it just got too too raw for them. And they go, no, nah, this just reminds me of that and I just can't handle it. And and that's yeah. important too, because that's self-care and they're, they're knowing their boundaries, because mm. you know, if you can't handle it and you get on the phones and someone's giving you their, their baggage to kind of, mm. and you can't deal with it as well, it's kind of not gonna be helpful for you or for them. Right. But I yeah. guess you can, it's hard to know that. and But yeah, I think that was challenging for a lot of people. But I, I, it's kind of a skill too. I think you kind of disassociate a little bit from it as well. So as time goes on, I think even if you're kind of not sure, it just gets easier. And I guess the wins um, help you buffer some of the losses too. So, so yeah. I mean, you've had some fantastic like you people ring up like distraught, and then you're able to kind of help them mm. to then get a lot happier, and then go, oh no, I'm gonna I'm gonna see my psychologist tomorrow, or I'm gonna go touch um, base with my family and. And I'm gonna get a hold of this and that's that's kinda of why you're there, like for those moments and they're they're awesome. Cool. Um,
0: and what about what about the work culture? Like what what it look what does it look like inside lifeline? Does it kind of look like a call center? Do people sort of sit <laughs> sit around in pods or
2: Oh uh, uh, well, slightly cubicle esque, I yeah. guess. Like the Yeah, I, I mean yeah, it's cubicle. I mean, it's it's not like like full on cubicle like you see in like Dilbert or those those old cartoons. If I'm showing my age a little bit, just like The Office or something. You know what I mean? Like those yeah. those stock standard. It's a little bit more open than that. Yeah. But yeah, it's pretty much you have you have your computer in front of you. You had a little handset headset, Then you press buttons and make calls and and yeah. But everyone's kind of pretty open, and if you need help, you kind of you know if you're struggling with a call and how to help them, you know, you kind of go hey, you put up your hand and the supervisor will come mm. and and kind of help you out as well
0: it's pretty pretty supportive
2: yeah yeah it's yeah. pretty supportive i mean
0: yep. but yeah how, so how long would might be a typical shift
2: uh normally about three hours they, you know if, if you get some like there's some non-paid there's some non-volunteer people mm. to cover the shifts like the night shifts when like you know, you know i don't think many volunteers are gonna mm. wake up at 3 a.m to like 6 a.m or something like that or in the middle of the night so there are a few paid people as well um Sorry, what was your question? I, I can't remember. Uh, just typical shifts. Oh, yeah, like, typical shifts, yeah. yeah. So some people just, get paid for it, yeah. and they're paid from whenever, and then most people are, are three hours, and they might be like a six-hour shift okay. for, for the longer ones. But, yeah, you can – So do not you know, oh, like eight hours or anything? You no, know. because, I mean, eight hours of listening listen to these serious cases, I mean, that's hard for anybody yeah. to kind of yeah. um, have that much concentration for. So yeah. I think they limit it to about three to four. And I found that was pretty comfortable. Like after about the fourth hour, you get a little – Get a little zonked because you're having that hundred percent concentration. How can I help you? Yep. Um, so I think any longer than that would be very difficult to to kind of maintain your.
0: And um, hmm, do you? How did I mean? How do you? How did you sort of separate yourself from your work? Did you find that a that a problem, or, or did you find you were sort of taking things home where you kind of like you mentioned if you had a tough call. You might be thinking about like if someone h- hangs up, obviously, mm-hmm. that, that that's a bit of a stressor, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. you're not sure well, what happened.
2: Well, they like call that self-care. Like you're always supposed to kind of take like do something good for yourself after the shift and make sure that, that these things don't stick with you. And if they do, they're very supportive with, okay, we'll talk to your supervisor. And, and even if you're not sure, it's just always good to kind of offload that. Mm-hmm. But because I had my naturopathy and clinical experience, I kind of never felt... And i've kind of i come from like a, a detached like a buddhist type of non-attachment type thing so i'm like well that's it's a serious problem i'm really sorry everyone's going through that but again that's their life and not mine and there's totally separate things and i've never really attached to having that mm. there's was, those was kind of there's a couple of callers i still think about and i've kind of think oh what if and how are they doing or did they do that or did they do that mm. but again i've kind of always found it easy to uh, water for ducks back but Sometimes they stick, and then you need a You just talk to your supervisor and and debrief. They call it, and yep. and that mm-hmm. helps. And and again, I think sometimes the good outweighs the bad. So you kind of you got to remember why you're there, and you're there to help people. And you're not gonna mm-hmm. quote unquote save everybody like a doctor type of thing. And you just gotta, you know, hopefully the good outweigh the bad. And yep, and you yep. know, find meaning in what you do. Yep. But yeah, I used to have chocolate and we'll go to the movies and we'll like watch Netflix and stuff like all the typical. Have a hot shower, go to gym. Like and I think that helps too. So
0: yeah, because <laughs> totally. I mean, it's you've, it's no good if you get down, is it? It's mm. no good if you start to get yeah. affected and you're not going to be any any use. Yeah, well, to, burnout's
2: a serious thing. Like like holding like even just psychology or any of the carers, mm. like nurses as well. Like holding someone in in pain constantly, twenty four seven. I mean, that, yeah. that wears you down. You're not you're not selling TVs in a sense. Mm. Yeah, so so you got to be careful and and take care of yourself. So, so Zach, the way I kind of think about it is that like so think about like when your friend asks you for advice like people think it's some big scary I don't know what to do how to but it's it's not the same and it's a bit more regimented but it's think about it like when you counsel your friends like they've had a problem they're breaking up with their boyfriend girlfriend I mean what what do you normally do
0: Um, uh, yeah I, I know what you mean yeah I guess yeah I mean sure I might I've given advice in the past, um, to people, but I know what you mean. Yeah. It's, it's tough, isn't it? Because mm. yeah. Cause it, we're all different and, um,
2: well more just a, what's the first thing. So if someone has a problem, kind of what, what do you do?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, You're I like guess you, you want to, you, you want to listen, don't you? Because yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you exactly. want to, um, cause, cause that's what, uh, that's what the people need, isn't it? To, yeah. to, to be able to, um, have, a, have an ear to lend an ear to to someone who, yeah. who needs to well,
2: i mean how many times in your life do you just want to be heard do you just want to you know like sometimes you had a really stressful day nothing's going right you stub your toe your boss is blah blah and then you just want to get home to your partner and you're just like blah, 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 and vomited on them and then after that's all out you're like and then you just feel a lot better mm, and part right of, right like, part of part of lifeline i think is that like not everyone's suicidal or not yeah it's just that i have no one to tell yeah or no right. one's listening to me right. or whatever it is and they just go "Blah you mm. know their problems out and then just go okay yeah. i just needed to do that to someone who's not going to judge me mm. i mean you've always got that one friend that's like you tell them and they're just always like mam, 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 do this do that and, and i think lifeline is a space for some people to just yeah. just be heard without
0: so it's it's yeah no I hear I hear what you're saying. So it's just that basic talk therapy of being able to speak about something is is therapeutic in it in it of itself regardless of what advice you get or or not yeah, it's right, just 100%. You, yeah. Yeah. And, and I and I mean it makes sense doesn't it because we I guess modern society it's quite it's quite isolating and we're looking at screens and we our jobs are increasingly sort of um, long and yeah, hard. Yeah, not dealing not dealing with with people are we not mm. not as much face to face or mm. um listening so yeah that makes sense
2: and you're not there to solve problems by any means like it's not like a proper counseling session it's okay it's more just uh, to keep them safe for now and yep. then get them back in contact with but you'd yep. be surprised how many times you know you can, they they feel better by just unraveling mm. or just just like unraveling their their mind is kind of how you do it yep yep and then they just go okay i feel better and, and i'll see my friend my psychologist my doctor my whoever yeah um in the morning and, and see so so that's all, that was an interesting
1: mm.
2: and it's, it's not like like the job actually itself is kind of like just having a chat with a friend like you don't like you hear their problem first you don't offer them too much advice because it's not we're there we're not trained for that as well mm. you just you just hear it kind of run through run through a few things with them ask some questions about it explore the idea and yep. then kind of try and try and see like have they thought about the solution you know i think like to me as well i didn't know what i i haven't had much experience with suicide yeah i've had some friends that have sort of done it and i've had a few patients that are kind of in that sphere as well but mm. never never did this concentration so it was it is and i think it was a good experience and i'm, I'm glad i did it and mm. and it was a very um you learn a lot you learn a lot about confrontation on, on issues that you find um confronting or, or not traumatic but confronting and you have to deal with that and unpack that and how you feel and Yeah. And yeah, just kind of like just being in a different environment totally as well. Like, you know, I've never met these people, I've never like the people at Lifeline, I've never never stepped into the office at Lifeline and just but I think like when you when you do things that you're not used to, I think good things happen most mm. of the time. <laughs> Don't go walking in the street by yourself.
0: Yep. Or anything with the yeah. 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 You know, um th- think talking about quotes i think i i just remembered another one um a guy said it was something like talking about suicide it's a it's a what is it it's a permanent so it's a permanent solution to a temporary problem or something like that yeah that's it yeah
2: yeah Yeah, i totally resonate with that because a lot of the time like what is it there's another quote kind of on the similar strain is that the the darkest hour Mm. comes before the lightest or something like that because i get really dark And then at that point, when it's the darkest time, then it just goes lighter. It goes up from there. Yeah. So then, if these people are at that darkest hour, they wouldn't know if they, like someone suicided, let's say, they would never know that if they waited a day, it would have gotten better that day. Mm. Um, And I think that's a bad time to make decisions. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah.
1: I think it was the, um, I think it was one of the guys who jumped off the San Francisco Bridge. And I'm probably butchering the quote very, very badly. But he said that in that moment, everything was fixable. Like mm. he knew that even as he was jumping, every problem that he had, he could then go back and fix. And in that moment, it was regret.
2: Well, they say you get that clarity. Yeah. Time, like, you know, yeah. and that just like let go of everything and it just made... Yeah, and that's kind of, I think, a really good... A really good... Like you never know what tomorrow is going to bring and that's one thing I've learned is that you just don't... I mean, you can be hit by a car tomorrow or you could yeah. win a million dollars tomorrow or something like inheritance and mm. you just... But by doing... by by going through with the suicide... You can, you know, for sure that it's never going to get better.
1: It's so permanent.
2: Yeah, as long as you have hope, I think that that was a big thing too. Some, the really bad cases lost hope, mm. and they just could never like they've tried a million things. I said I tried the, like, okay, what about this? You know, have a, let's just not do it now. Let's have a cup of tea and then you can ring your site. It's like, oh, I've tried that, it doesn't work. You know, you could try a million things, and it's a million and one thing that flips it and turns it around for you, and mm. you, you'll never know that until. Mm you know, you've tried the 99th thing and the mm. 100th, you know, the, yeah. what's after yeah. 99? Yeah, 100, the 100th thing. I think so, yeah. I'm not yeah. a mathematician, clearly. <laughs> the <laughs> 100th thing is the thing that works and then if you didn't yeah. try that, you just would have either left an unhappy life or just non, non-existed anymore. Yeah. And, and the damage that that can bring to your friends and family is... Yeah,
0: I actually... Yeah, that's interesting that you say that. I, Someone said that eating pho on High Street in Preston Turned it around for them. They, really? Yeah, they just In went what out. Way? That's cute. I love I, that. Yeah, that <laughs> was. <laughs> um, maybe it was like. Soup of life. <laughs> just symbolic because maybe that's what he was doing mm. when he was kind of, I guess, thinking about his life deeply or, you know, mm. kind of um, pulling himself out of, out of really negative things. So he mm. remembers that, that incident of being on High Street. Oh, wow, I just phone. had that epiphany. Yeah. Uh, look, just maybe over overall, like, what would you? I don't know. For people looking at maybe um, tr- looking at at Lifeline as an option, um, would you, you, it sounds like you'd recommend it. Yeah, like it's it's a it's a yeah, p- positive. Yeah.
2: Look, I think it was really positive. I think if you've got a drive, and and I think particularly they need people who can handle it and people who who have that sphere that can hold hold in the sphere of kind of that serious um serious um tone as well like yeah serious uh, world like you know you're not you're not you're not a tv salesman you're actually helping people who are very vulnerable and if you you have if you think you have the skills and you think you have the the the, the persona i guess or the constitution for it then 100 mm. percent very rewarding because i found that it it also puts in juxtapose your own life so even though there might be something bad happening in your life because you're hearing all these stories you're going well wait it can always be worse or it can mm. or just how lucky am I that I'm dealing with these things and I'm not not at that stage and, and, and that's something that's really really um, gratitude yeah gratitude for, yeah. yeah gratitude which is not in an arrogant way like so just gratitude that that is me mm. for, you know which you can only do by seeing someone else yeah. so yeah I think I think it's, it's very rewarding you actually feel like you're contributing it's really an important work and I think everyone if you can and think you can should try it out but yeah get on it people <laughs> <laughs> save some lives if you can
0: great Thanks, uh, thanks a lot, Andrew. Cheers. No problem, guys.
1: That's all we have time for on Brainwaves today. Uh, you can find more episodes of our show on our website, brainwaves.org.au, on the 3CR website, 3cr.org.au, and on iTunes. We'll be back next Wednesday at 5pm for another episode. Stay tuned for Renegade Economists.